Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You know, it's not if we feel these things, if we've ever been in a place, and we all have. If you haven't, you will. Feel a place of darkness, a place of dryness, you know. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean that your faith failed. That doesn't mean that you've walked away from God because you feel that. It just means that you have to come receive what you have need of him when he, he put, lets you know that you're ready to. And so that's the key to doing it, is coming up here and receiving the things that you need from God because he offers it. Then we can be the overcomer. Then we will continue, and we have to be intentional about it. We have to be so intentional about it. And so I encourage you to continue to be intentional about it. We're not going to want to because the flesh doesn't want to. But we got to be intentional about it. And then when you come up here and you receive what you need from the Lord, then you allow it to have its perfect work, which is to heal, which is to restore your strength, which is to renew your mind, to strengthen you and enable you to keep going. That's what he does. And he'll do it every single day if that's what we need. He'll do it right where we're at. So praise God. I thank God that he shows up because, you know, we would all show up in vain if he didn't. Thank y'all. Uh, praise the worship team. Y'all are awesome. And we love y'all and we appreciate you. We so appreciate them. Well, we have a treat in store tonight. Um, our, we're we're going to let Jana, she's going to come sing us a new song, I think. I don't think we've heard her sing this one before. But um, we're going to take up an offering, and this offering, the whole offering is going to go to um, our women's branch of missions, which is the Heart Fund. The Heart Fund supplies our missionaries uh, on the field with household supplies of once they get over there, you know, once our missionaries get over there and they're in a foreign place, something new and somewhere different, you know, they still need a bed to sleep in. They still need sheets and dishes and towels and all those things that, you know, sometimes we, we take for granted. Because sometimes, you know, I know, like when we were starting out, <clears throat> we had Mama. She gave us stuff. <laughs> Mama gave us a bed. If we didn't have a bed, she gave, bought the sheets for us if we needed sheets, you know. But they're over there in places that they, they don't have Mama. And they don't have Daddy. They don't have people that they know. So they rely on the Lord, and the Lord uses people. He uses all of us. So we're going to take up an offering, and this offering is going to go toward that fund, our heart fund. And our pastors on very own children get to partake and use that fund as well for when they're over in Greece and they need things of the household that it supplies them. And we're so thankful. We're so thankful. You know, today is National Women's Ministry Day, and I wanted to be sure and thank our first lady sister Kathy you know she she's strong she she tries to be strong in some areas and you know she needs our our love our support because a lot of people pull on her you know and so just always remember to lift her up that she has the same emotions and roller coaster emotions that we feel as women see there we go got a confirmation <laughs> so you know let's give grace to each other Let's, you know, you, the word tells us in Psalm 133 that the Lord commands the blessing of where there's unity with the brethren. And, you know, that doesn't come easy. You have to be intentional about it. You have to be intentional about loving one another, 
because love overlooks and it gives grace for when we've had a bad day or we, you know, are upset or we just don't feel good. Everybody knows when you don't feel good that sometimes you can be cranky, you know. So that's the one thing that, you know, the Lord wanted me to point out here tonight, you know, is that we all try very hard and <clears throat> excuse me, doing that, but sometimes we can get just used to it. You know, it, it just becomes the norm. Oh, yeah, I love you, whatever, okay, and going about our business. But we show that love not just by saying it, but by, by being there, by showing up for one another, by doing things with one another. And it keeps that bond strong because the enemy's always out to break it down. If he can separate, then he causes a whole lot of division. He causes a whole lot of offense. And um, so let's just be intentional. We come to the house of the Lord to worship him, to serve him. But we worship together, and we're all people. We're imperfect. So let's remember to give grace and to love one another. I <clears throat> am thankful that I have two wonderful ladies who, who's come along inside this, the women's ministry, Sarah Burns and Nancy LeBlanc, and I'm thankful for them because they're always there. They work behind the scenes a lot. You don't see them. I try to push them out every now and then, but they go kicking and screaming, or they're like, nope, I ain't doing it. But, <laughs> but they work behind the scenes, and I'm very grateful for them for helping me and, you know, just being a part. They're, they're, they do a lot, and so... I want to thank each and every one of you ladies because, you know, this women's ministry is not just about us four and no more. It's about every one of you. It, God has placed a gift and a talent in each of us. He told us tonight and reminded us that he did. And we all have a place of being able to pour it out. And if you're a woman in this place and you want to be involved in some things, women's ministry has a place for you. And missionettes, Becky and the missionettes, the girls' department, <clears throat> they go and they do things. Just last Sunday, they went out and were such a blessing to so many people. You know, that's another branch, teaching them young, teaching them young. And then our leaders, you know, of every group. And you may not feel like a leader because you're not over a department. But guess what? You're, you're somebody in your house. You're a leader in your home. And when you walk out that door in your community, so people are looking at you. And so... I encourage you to be a part because it just strengthens the bonds that God wants to do, and it forges us. You know, one can put a 1,000 to flight, two, 10,000. So we're better together. And so, okay, I'm going to quit talking, and um, I'm going to call my uh, ushers up, my lady ushers. We're going to take up an offer, and it's going to go to the Heart Fund. And uh, Jana is going to sing for us. Jenna.
Tried to clean it up nice, tried to hold it all together. I'm living rich in the world, but a spiritual beggar. And I've been waiting to give till I can give you something better. You just wanted my heart. So here it is, all of it. Would you take it in this condition? Here I am, fully surrendered. Jesus, you can have it all. Jesus, you
That was beautiful, Jana. You did great. Praise God. We thank God for Brother Scott, who gives from the littlest ones up and you know to the older ones the opportunity to to be able to start practicing ministry. And I appreciate that. I really do. Well, without further delay, our speaker tonight is our very own Candace Johnson. When um, we done our calendar planning meeting and we knew that we would be having this night, the Lord immediately want, uh, put her on my heart to speak. And so I know that um, y'all are going to be blessed because she's blessed to be able to speak and write and all those things. And you know, she's going to Ireland to be a missionary's associate, right? And so we're, we're thankful. And I thought how fitting that the Lord would get her to speak tonight when you know, the offering and the theme is, is cons around our heart fund, our mission. So y'all give it up for Candace Johnson. All right. Um, would y'all please open to 1 Samuel 30, verses 21 through 26. Stand for the reading of the word. <laughs> Now David came to the 200 men who had been so weary that they could not follow David, whom they also had made to stay at the brook Besor. So they went out to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. And when David came near the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless men of those who went with David answered and said, Because they did not go with us, we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered, except for every man's wife and children, that they may lead them away and depart. But David said, My brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us, who has preserved us and delivered into our hand the troop that came against us. For who will heed you in this matter? But as his part is who goes down to the battle, so shall his part be who stays by the supplies. They shall share alike. So it was from that day forward he made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel to this day. Now when David came to Ziklag, he sent some of the spoil to the elders of Judah, to his friends, saying, Here is a present for you from the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to share your word. I pray, Lord, that I will rightly divide your word and that hearts are ready to receive what you want to say. I pray, Lord, that even though I'm speaking, I thank you that your Holy Spirit is ministering. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I think that all of 1 Samuel 30 is really good. And so for some backstory on the chapter, David and his 600 men have just returned home. They've been fighting together, but they've been fighting with the Philistines, and the Philistines rejected David because they didn't trust him. So they come back home, and they think that it's going to be, you know, a, basically like a welcome home party, but instead... They find that their home, Ziklag, has been burned to the ground and their wives and children have been taken captive. So they are obviously devastated. They weep till they can't weep anymore and they're so grieved that they are even speaking of stoning David. And so he's distressed. And he, I really love that it says that he strengthens himself in the Lord. He didn't have other people to rely on. 
he didn't have circumstances to help lift his spirits or anything. He had to strengthen himself in the Lord. He only had the Lord. And because after that, like, he gets lifted up in the Lord, he inquires of the Lord on what to do in this situation. So he seeks godly wisdom. And God tells him to pursue, and he also gives him a promise that without fail, they will recover all. <laughs> yeah. So good. God is so good. And so as they journey on, as he gets his men to go, 200 of the men are so weary that they stay behind. So he loses a third of his company to go into this mission because they are just, they're too weary to cross over. And the thing is, is that we all get like that. I mean, their, their reason for being weary is completely valid. They've been fighting. You know, it's not because they were lax or lazy. It's just simply the circumstances of life. And along the way, they meet an Egyptian who is an Amalekite servant, and the Amalekites are the ones that burn Ziklag to the ground. So the Lord has already given them a favor, and he's already got things lined out because this servant had fell sick and was left behind. And so this servant is able to bring them to the truth. It's a very purposeful encounter. And so as they come to this troop, they see all the enemies just dancing, eating, drinking. They're having a grand old time. They're celebrating what they believe to be a victory, which isn't that just like our enemy? He's, while we're devastated, he's having a party because he thinks that he's won, but it is a false victory. They are taking back what the enemy stole. <laughs> and as God promised, <laughs> as God promised, there is, they recover all. There is nothing of theirs lacking. They fight from twilight to the next evening, and they recover it all. Because God is faithful. He said it, and he will do it. He made a promise, and a promise is a promise whenever it comes to the Lord. All of his promises are yes and amen. And so now we arrive to where we just read, that upon returning, the 200 who had stayed behind, they were tasked with staying with the supplies. So it wasn't that they were just kind of sitting there licking their wounds. There was something that they had to do. And as I said, it happens to us all. Isaiah 40, 30 through 31 says, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And the thing is, with this, those men wanted to be disgraceful to them. They didn't want to have grace for the weary because they viewed that they weren't fighting with them, so they didn't deserve anything. But the Lord, in Psalm 98, 9, it says that God judges people with equity. So to give you all a mental picture, imagine a seven-foot-tall fence. And imagine me, Misty, and Pastor Scott. We're all obviously very different heights. And the standard doesn't change. The God's standard doesn't change. The fence is seven feet tall no matter what but each of us would need something different to be able to see over it. And that is how God judges people, and that is how he gives grace. 
So these men were given grace. They played a part. David understood grace, and therefore he could extend it to them. And grace to the weary is still an ordinance and a statute to this day. An even greater king has extended it to us, Jesus Christ, and therefore we can extend it to others. And some will need more grace than others, and that is where equity comes in. That is where we should view the Lord's judgment through our lens and the way that we deal with people. And we are still enjoying the spoils of victory because of Jesus to this day. And it is a present from the Lord, a present from the spoils of the enemies of the Lord, given to us and given to others. We don't need to be like the wicked and worthless men and deny grace to the weary, because each member of the body, seen or unseen, aid in the kingdom advancing in his light. And I feel like the Lord kind of already has dealt with those who needed grace because they were weary. And so I don't really have anything else to say tonight. <laughs> it's kind of short. I thought it was going to be longer. <laughs> but if I see, would like to come back up here. <laughs> good job, Candace. You did good. Don't you just love it when the Lord just really already does everything and says everything, you know, that... And it went exactly along with what, you know, the Lord had already put in your heart to be talking about, to confirm everything that he's doing. And I love the analogy about the fence and about all the different heights. You know, we all need something different, and God gives it according to what we need individually and not according to what others need. That was good. Thank you so much. Y'all give her another hand. I love that. The Lord just confirmed everything that uh, he already did in this service. So let's be intentional and hold on to it. You know, we have to be intentional to hold on to it and to walk in it and to apply it. And so I know that each of you will. Each of us will because we want, we want to grow in the Lord. We want to move forward. And so, you know, I want to not to miss anybody, you know, of there's a lot of people in this room that are behind the scenes and everything that you do God notices even if no one else sees he sees the small things the seemingly insignificant things and they're important you know someone had made a, a statement and it was so true about you know in movies you know when they're filming movies and stuff that there's so many behind-the-scenes people that you never see. You only see the stars of the movie. But if those people behind the scenes didn't do what they were doing, then it wouldn't be possible for those who are out front of whom is seen. And it's th the same in the body of Christ. So just because, you know, you might not have an out-front part and you feel insignificant, the Lord said, don't believe those lies. Everything that you do is important because... It needs to be done. And if no one would do the things that need to be done, there'd be a whole lot of undone things and mess around here. <laughs> you know, and so I, we appreciate you. I know Brother Scott and Sister Kathy appreciates everybody. And, you know, I want to uh, just say one more person that I so appreciate, and that is Sarah Haynes, that she does so much. <laughs> 
She does so much for the church and so much that people don't see over every department of, of doing those things. And Lord knows, she probably wished I'd leave her alone some days. She probably like, girl, quit calling me. But <laughs> she never complains. And so I, I thank God for the Lord for her season of where she's at. He knew that this is where she needed to be in this season and everything that he's doing around it just like he does for each of us. So thank y'all for uh, coming out to support the women's ministry tonight. And the men, they uh, are active too. Don't think they're not. The men have the, the fellowships every month just like we do. So get be a part. Plug in somewhere and offer what you have unto the Lord, and he'll bless and reward you for it. So the men have prepared something for us in the back. It's our birthday and anniversary celebration tonight. So we're all going to go back and uh, see what they have. It's for donation. It goes toward the men's fund of what they what they like to do. And so is there any more announcements that need to be made? No? All right. Well, let's stand, and we'll uh, bless the food, and then we'll be dismissed, and we can, can go in the back. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Lord, for meeting us right where we're at, for ministering to us, Lord God. For you know each and every heart and place in this, the person in this place, Lord God, and we thank you for that. We don't take it lightly, Lord. So, Father, we ask that you bless the food, bless the hands that prepared it, Lord God, and that you would bless, Lord God, every person attached to this church in the ministry, Lord God, of whether it's seen or unseen, Lord, just help us to, to seek you and to obey you in everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>